0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Carnival Randomness on the Road, and we're in a treasure here. I consider this a local treasure in Rochester. I like, I always call them little platoons of society, and there's these local shops that you really become a community and cater to people who want to look for something different and can find things and really learn a lot too. And it's amazing to have these around, be they be comic book stores, music stores, anything else that Last throughout the years, because you see how businesses tank, and especially small businesses. But did we have a true master with us, Tom Cohn, who's run the bop shop for how long? Hello, Tom. 37 years. How you doing? Wow. Oh, you're not even that mm. old, though. How'd you do? Mm. I'm not older old. now. Look.
1: <laughs>
0: but can you just yeah. tell us a little background and everything? I started
1: collecting records when I was 12, and started working in record stores when I was 16, and that's 1972, so you can start doing the math that I don't like so that. um worked in the record business early on started working for a record distributor in the 70s rounder records and also worked for MXR the guitar effects pedal company and pretty much went to every concert that I could possibly go to and um a little turmoil in the late in the late 70s early eighties and um MXR was not doing well so I bailed and ended up you know after amassing tens of thousands of records from garage sailing for you know a decade i opened a flea market booth in the old peddler's village which became village gate square and then that was there 30 years and then after that i got I left there landed over here in brighton 1460 monroe avenue i was going to say Park. i,
2: I yeah. made sure to look at the address yeah. on the <laughs> out, on the outside of the way in how and how many uh, times place. but i just say well you go down yeah. monroe and yeah. it's a yeah. good monroe it's a little past Grinnell's <laughs> yeah. on the
1: right um this used to be uh, White House Liquors location years ago. The brown derby was in this strip along with Suwan's like the first Chinese restaurant. So anyway, we landed here and it turned out to be a really good thing and, and you know, amassed a couple hundred thousand LPs. And, you know, been in the business thirty-seven years now. And, and that seems the way to go because we actually Oddly to, enough, it's still fun. <laughs> the way to go,
0: it seems the way to go because we just did a thing about Empire Comics because I used to go there yeah. all the time and I found up I found a very good article on it because I never really know the origins and for a comic book, you have to have the origin story that they started out really flea markets too as well that must have been the yeah. way to go
1: well I'll uh, yeah, collectibles end up evolving that way Yeah, because I think I remember going in to the 70s West, that's kind of where the business was Westgate Plaza like, and stuff a lot of records there I don't remember so, from whom but you know
0: plus when you're a kid you always think about how I never saw the fleas there I always wondered why they called it yeah, the flea market
1: alright beautiful Ooh. thanks there we have stuff yeah, so uh, we have some CDs yeah, too. So shrink wrapping and stuff. And really, I think we yes.
0: all come from that background, like the local club background and everything. Well, and, you and I, um, yeah,
1: scorgies, you know. Yeah, I mean.
0: and I think the other thing too, it's for people. I learned a lot from this, like for jazz especially, because I would ask you. Well, that was, was going, my
1: sort of focus on yeah. things. I started presenting alternative jazz concerts and 30 years ago. Um, I celebrated 30 years this year. with... Probably a thousand concerts in the last thirty years, mostly new music, but not always. A lot of folk music, a lot of acoustic music. People How would you say? Too, and, it's so tough in these businesses. How have you
0: done it? Really, stayed around all this time? Patience. With of some um, up and downs over the years. Yeah, you know, a
1: bad times. I mean, there's a lot. You know, there's there's been many times I've just yeah, you know. But there's always something. There's always a spark that keeps you going, and there's always someone that smiles and. You know, I don't know what else to do anyway, either. But you know,
0: what do you think the appeal is of records still and vinyl and everything? Because
1: that's a convoluted question in some ways. Well, I really don't know, but I like sound is a big part of it. A good record on a good stereo, and um, quoting me, a good stereo, not the Crosley pieces of crap that they sell for seventy nine dollars. Not sponsored Um, by Crosley. They're that's dump. They belong in dumpsters period
2: but no i was going to say that um, because the one thing my i think my dad always used to say was that you got a much richer fuller sound and that is exactly out what of it vinyl.
1: Is. i mean and not always not always most of the time for
2: for the most part mm-hmm. and it gives you a, you know and uh i used to hear people talking about getting the actual record and opening it up and mm-hmm. looking at the you know the insert and the the cover art well, that's part of it right the to, tactile then, yeah as, you don't uh, action get that with the download doing that you don't.
1: you don't. You know, after a while, you don't even know what you have. And, you know, CDs have the same thing, too. There's still a physical product, which you can love. Right. Um, There's a bit of a trendiness to it, which is great. That helped, has driven the traffic and brought back... It brought new buyers to the vinyl world and brought back the old buyers. Um you know, or, or if not, I buy their record collections if I can. As well.
0: One of the things, I actually so. heard it from Neil Young, of all things, at some interview, that's where I really got more into vinyl, because mm-hmm. he said, then I listened to it, true.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a pretty nice rig at home. And it sounds great. That's the thing that's um, stress too, as well. priority, though, though most important is the music. Yeah. You know, if it's really great music, I and mean, download, I don't do so much. I don't but, do either. A um, few things, but, you know, only if I need something for a concert or show coming up. But um, if it's a CD-only product and it's something I need or want, know, I'd And
0: you do a like heck that. of a lot you know. for promoting local music all yeah. over the years, and I've learned gotten by Horizons advanced in terms mm-hmm. of music by your shows and everything
1: a lot of what we do is actually um a lot of the new york jazz scene comes up here quite often in european for jazz um we're doing a a local record release in a couple of weeks april 6th is Kinlaw nelson is releasing a record on Tompkins square records which is actually recordings from 1968 through 70. it's brilliant stuff just freaking
0: one of the ones that sticks out in my head from the old Atrium days. and This one just, I thought it was phenomenal. Was Walter Werbos.
1: God, you went to that? Yes. From the Walter from ICP Orchestra.
0: And he literally yeah. played for was 40 minutes, 45 minutes straight. You saw a spittle coming
1: out of the. Well, remember, he took the horn apart. Yeah. And it all fell to the ground and then yeah. it back up. Why were you we at all, all those shows? <laughs> so, wow, well, I forgot you went to that. Yeah. The Walter Werbos. They were great. You know, that's Dave Rampus' band. Yeah. yeah. You know.
0: But so, you're very eclectic too. You had. Oh, my goodness. Now, see, this is live, and I'm blanking on the name. That's fine. Come on. Always look on the bright side of life, the Ronnie Python guy. The guy oh, from... yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Um,
0: no, <laughs> see, I now you're blanking. <laughs> great. Now yeah. you asked him. And Neil, he was the, yeah, was in the Bonzo dog
1: bag, which was on my, yeah. yeah Neil Innes. Um, yeah, Ian McLaughlin from the False Masons. Yeah. yeah well, the I have, Stones, and you know
0: that's what a story I have to tell, is you will, if, it's not only... Promoting this, coming to the store, helping local business, getting something cool. It becomes a little community and there's stuff you'll never see. And I actually sort of struck up a mini friendship with Ian McLaughlin because of you. Mac was a sweetheart. And I remember and, coming um, in the store. You I can miss go him Oh, I do too. And I mean Greg Townsend told us the whole story mm-hmm. of what happened. Right. But I remember I saw him play and I talked to him for a long time and he told me this coming to me was what's your name? I said, Rob, because I had an agent named Rob. He ripped me off. <laughs> They give you, ah, I'll sign you anyways.
1: But oh, anyways, Well, that's what he did when he, I, we, he, the first time he came to the store, we have, you know, all of us had our records. You know, Max looking at this thing. Here's a fucking bootleg. <laughs> There's another fucking bootleg. <laughs> he did bootleg that to genre, me right? too he, all he of out, Yeah, right. They're all bootlegs. But he came lush. in
0: and the part was too, you can go in your little doll, your stores, your box stores, get all the crap that's out there, get your American Idol records <laughs> or whatever, which but I come in here after a show. He's in here, and I do a double take, and he remembers. He's like, Are "You again?" And we had Joe, we had Joey Mullen in here the other and the he, last he year. He actually and, uh, he confirmed his story. He said Rod yeah. Stewart was totally wrong in his book because he said Rod said that they got they were the first band to get kicked out of Holiday Inns, and they got around it by saying they were Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and Ian said, "No, Rod's got that wrong," and he explained sort of the chicanery he did with the end of it being. Seemed like the thing they do at the time, but he said they first they be, said they were family. Because... Did you read
1: Mac's book? Oh yes, they yeah, bought it. it was fantastic. Yes, um, Reckless Eric's book is also really good. Yes, I, I got that, that too.
0: Yeah. That's another one. Reckless Eric and Amy Gravy. Yeah. There, I yeah. discovered them because of you, and I've been to every. Oh,
1: man, they're so good. Yes. So, so Berens Whitfield
0: Oh, Berens <laughs> yeah. Whitfield is the way to describe him, and I highly recommend. There's a show coming up at Abilene with them, and promo for them. You have to see him. Listen to his music. May fifth. But... There just you go. Gone <laughs> But he is little Richard on speed, basically. That's what I... Yeah,
1: that's what <laughs> I... Little you know, Richard the was, the man is on steroids. Is I'm I not think.
0: a dancer or any of this stuff It shows. Like, listen to music. I'm tired out from watching.
2: <laughs>
1: Damn. Yeah, it's pretty fun, man. He's, he's a great guy. He's incredible. Great guy, and we put him up when they come through. There's a lot of music out there that really matters to me. And it doesn't have to be popular. It doesn't have to be anything. It has to be stuff that moves your soul. Yeah. And that's really where all of it comes from. That's what where it all comes for everybody is what does something to you what reaches inside you and pulls out something that you sometimes you don't even know we have yeah. you know and that's the real joy of, of what music does and I always say sometimes you
0: know, like whatever mood you're in it helps you yeah. through the moods or bad times whereas I just like the state
1: of the industry now what do you
0: think of it I just think you know
1: it's pretty messed up but yeah. it's okay you know it's still people are still doing their thing and people will persevere yeah um, and there's still great stuff coming out all the time. Um, you know, and that's the thing about what I do, is I'm always looking ahead. Yes. Looking forward Whenever to you what, see a show here, they advertise, it's
0: going to be something really cool and different. And you do these acts. You also do promote a lot of local acts, too, that are very well
1: worth listening Some to. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Between what, what I do and what Dan yep. does, too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, we just had the... Music director for Sesame Street. Yeah, like. I saw that. Oh, you should, oh. Um, well, you can see all of the jazz shows the last two years on our YouTube now. Yeah. YouTube channel. So at least we're lucky enough to to film those. Yeah. We have Barry Altschul here. He was a legend in jazz. He played with Chick Corea in the 60s. And, and Dave Liebman was here in the fall. He played with Alvin Jones and Miles Davis for a bunch of years. Yeah. So, you know, we get some pretty interesting people. Yeah playing interesting new music. It's not, you know, it's all forward-thinking stuff, primarily, you know. Um. No, give it a listen, though. Go to
0: the
2: channel, listen to it. Yeah. It's all very well. Don't worry, I'll put links below. But one of the big... <laughs> there, there will be things to click.
0: But one of the big things we're doing this too, too, is also assist, promoting Record Store Day. And how did this come about, really? Because it was a free comic book day years ago.
1: Right, yeah, that's still going on, I think. Yeah. yeah. Andy, or not Andy, but... Uh, I think
2: it's May the 4th.
1: Yeah, I check with um, Mike. Um you know Pulp Nouveau Comics down in uh, yeah. Canandaigua? Yeah, yeah, Mike's a real good friend of mine, so... Um, good guy. Anyway, um, it was a... How did it really start? I'm trying to remember. I, I don't remember I, myself. I, 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 had I started... Enough. I came in probably the second year in. Um, it was part of an organization that sort of started it. Um... And it kind of blossomed into
2: this, this thing, beast, this huge is what thing. I call it. Because now they added a second one.
1: Well, they added thanks the Thanksgiving Black Friday one about five years ago, yeah. six years ago. And it's a little overwhelming, and it's it, it very taxing on the stores.
2: Well, it's then, also
1: turned out to be a, a real good thing for the stores.
2: Um, well, the one thing I've noticed especially is sometimes record labels kind of... Maybe put the screws to the consumer a little bit for the you record think? store day thing. <laughs> no, you like think? even more so than normal. It's like, well, this isn't. It's like, oh, it's a reissue. Nobody well, cares.
1: Once the once the majors got in, it got a little a little confusing. But they are, you know, there's some pretty cool stuff this time coming up. I'm really excited about the list. I wish they wouldn't put so many out. That's there's, the thing. Like, I look, it's over four hundred things. Yeah, I look at the
2: list, and it's like several pages. You know, I, I really like, wish I can't they
1: even go through it all. I really wish they would kind of rein it in a little bit. Um, it's a real financial burden for the stores and the customers too, because yeah. it's you know they all of a sudden there's like eight hundred dollars worth of stuff yes. they want to buy, and, I, and I, it's I only att- like you know fifteen records. You know, it's
2: you know, you know go in with a budget and two records later you've blown your budget you know
1: and there's this 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 round has got some pretty astounding stuff I mean, there's probably a dozen things I want and I try to be real conservative yeah. by the West Montgomery is probably yeah. one of the things I'm excited about there's also a Almond brothers record from 1970 oh you know a Fillmore show but that's not the famous Fillmore one. it's an alternate wow one. that's amazing, amazing excited about that there's, a, there's an alternate blood on the tracks Dylan's, oh. you know I've been on a huge Um, kick
0: because I just saw him play here last year. So I've been really revisiting.
1: Um, And of course, I can't remember. There's a Joan Shelley that I'm really excited about. Uh, It's a singer that I really like a lot. Um,
0: One thing I'll go into, and I know a little bit more about this from the comic book perspective, but I think it's also the same, is about the idea of collecting in itself. And I tell people do it for the fun in which you enjoy. Don't think you're going to retire and be a millionaire. Never do that. I've actually gotten people swearing at me because I remember somebody was on my street and I do know a little about records and he's showing me all these things like I think it was a Papa John Creech album or something. We have eight
1: of them over here. And he's
0: going, oh this is worth so much and I just told him he doesn't know what he's... I try to be nice but just just do it because you enjoy it. I saw this. Always
1: buy what you're going to like and listen to. Don't buy it for investment.
2: And that's the thing like you... you, uh, People say, oh, I've got all these old Led Zeppelin records. They've got to be worth something. Well, no, because you forget back in the day when a band sold a million records, well, they throat. literally sold a million records. Thriller's
1: a better example of yeah.
2: that. But nowadays, uh, when somebody puts out vinyl, it could only be like 500.
1: There are a lot of that going on. Yeah,
2: yeah, so you have the limited, real limited edition ones, and those, regardless of the music, are the ones that could turn value. Yeah, many one, do, though. many don't. Yeah. Um, but now, like,
1: there, there, there is one Led Zeppelin record, that is worth a lot of money.
2: Well, right. I'm not, the first I'm just...
1: press of Led Zeppelin two mastered by a guy named Robert Ludwig. Yeah. Well, that I... Is a mint copy. Of that is two, three, four hundred dollars. Don't good, good luck finding one.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. the other one I think of, I remember there. I some, have several, but there are some posters from Scandinavia. Some posters when they were the New Yardbirds. Mm-hmm. I didn't wonder some of those because I see like some of those. But that's what you have to do because you enjoy it. And the not... paper
1: thing is is something I don't get into too no. much because it's hard. It's, it's tough to find the really good stuff anyway yeah you know they made a lot of fillmore posters you know um yeah, the ephemera end of things is is fun and i pick the stuff up but it's not my forte Grand.
0: No, but, it turns but the, i do buy it you know, know. record store day what are we going to expect like you, you're having you always have bands in and
1: all no we're, we're doing djs i, I kind of bag the band thing it's, it's a little too complicated. Yeah, well, was so diff- logistically. We per- should talk about the date. It is April. Oh 13th. yes, that's the big thing. There. <laughs> yes. um, April thirteenth, nine a.m. Uh, we, we open the doors. We have uh, coffee offered by my favorite roaster in town, Fuego Coffee. And during the day, there's also a beer tasting by Three Heads. And one of the disc jockeys that day will be Jeff from Three Heads. Oh, I know Jeff. Matt will be, Jeff. Jeff. be DJing. Matt, I mean Grenier, MDG, will be DJing. Pauline Coles will be DJing this time. We had Gary Lewis of Gary Lewis and the Playboys in the fall, which was <laughs> but that's a That's the thing,
2: because he Guess lives... Guess what he played?
1: He played Rush in ACDC. It was a riot. And Beatles, of
2: course. Because hey, he lives in Honey Eye Falls. Yeah, Mendon, but or, somewhere, or, out somewhere out there. Somewhere out there. He out used there, to yeah. live in Henrietta, but then he moved. Last I heard, he moved he out. Yeah, has out Weiss from here, so yeah, it has been here years. for Yeah, Honey Eye Falls, he's been here for a long time. He was an absolute gem of the that's so
1: what he I've was heard. So
2: nice, and the thing is, we probably you could walk. You know, I don't know what he looks like. I no, I wouldn't have dared. I could have walked you know. by yeah. him. Yeah, dozens of times yeah. and not even known
1: who he was. So it's it's kind of fun. We you know it's it's a place to come and hang out all day. Yeah, you know, and there's always food. People bring shit. And, you know, you hang around. There's always, you know, we're the store is packed to the gills.
2: Oh yeah, I was here um, at the record store day a few years ago. You know, I was
1: um, I. In the fall, it was so freaking cold, um, and there were like 60, 80 people outside, and I, I let everybody in early just to stay warm, and I kind of kept them roped off, and then I, I, I passed out candied bacon.
2: Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I was passing out
1: bacon that I had candied. So, you know, That's it worth was, coming right there the for. Thing. So now I got people asking, are going to be bacon? Yeah. Like, All right, I'll fine. buy a I'll, record I'll, if you give me bacon. Yeah, we'll buy a so record, I'm, I'm, I'm making candied bacon. bacon to give out at first thing in the morning. Get coffee and donuts. You know, everyone needs coffee in the morning. So
2: there you go. Go Black Friday style, right. April the 13th. Get there, 4 a.m., sit in the parking lot and wait for candied bacon and records.
1: Uh, I'm about 4, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, actually. No, they'll actually, be lined up. There isn't a fish record. If there was a fish record... Oh, God. Then there would be people at 4 o'clock there's a couple of good Grateful Dead pieces uh, no fish stuff this time so which is good yeah. I'm not because there's God. so many of them There's like you know we got like over a hundred of uh, the last one and we sold them all you know, oh. so.
0: is there like some white whale of like things that are coming out this year that's like really people are just unfortunately gonna oh the crit- mono
1: um, Saucer Full of Secrets with Pink Floyd oh yeah that's going to be huge. Um, I'd have to look at the list again, because, you know, you have to put the orders in. Yeah, that's probably one of those you'll get four, um, maybe. Oh, I hope I get 30. I ordered yeah. 100 of
2: the damn I just think You order 100, pray for 30, and end up with 10. Yeah, no, I'll get more of that.
1: In yeah. some ways, like
0: I know Zach does it, too, as well. He goes, gets some of the pictures. He gets them. Why does he get them? Because he thinks they're
1: neat. Yeah, good I'm not to. doing it for resale. Mm-hmm. I may not even like the music. I just think some of them are cool looking packaging is pretty amazing they just just announced one today uh, modest mouse which i don't really care about a yeah, whole I lot a shit about They're, they They're okay it. but the sh- it's a triangle shaped it's a record it, in a triangle shaped it, packaging a,
2: i've got i've got a glow in the dark triangle mm-hmm. i don't know even know who it's from but it's like it's a glow in the dark oh. triangle it was a couple years ago
1: yeah what was that
2: oh christ i don't even remember I'm wasn't Paramore was did one? It was like a broken record. Like half of the record was yeah. Broken there's a bunch of cool.
1: There's a bunch of cool stuff like that this year. Actually, a lot of picture the coolest
2: is. one I really? ever saw. It was a, a Star Wars record, but it was holographic. Yep. Oh yeah. Do you ever see that? So if you play it and shine a light on it, a 3D yep. hologram mm-hmm. of the Millennium Falcon or a Tie Fighter pop up right over the need or right
1: over yeah. the yeah. spindle where it's playing
2: it's there like, were many they, they were sold quickly well I yeah. saw it's it like, disturbing one
0: cool when Amy Rigby played here I was sitting over there and I look over and you had a picture of this, one of those critters from the last Jedi film oh yeah
1: I just found that oh, disturbing yeah. myself <laughs> was any of those um, those all went yeah I'm not shocked but I saw it that well, when there's I was, a lot of stuff is numbered then they'll come out with a regular release later so a lot of the stuff will get re-released again in black vinyl you know? yeah
0: and I would say a way, if you were going to get into just for fun and everything talk to you a little you could get your you could yeah. send them in the right direction yeah, I'll get snarky about things sure. yeah you know, <laughs> you but,
2: know. but another thing I'm into, I
1: mean, I'll tell you what I like and don't well oh, I like that where,
0: though I, I really like that I don't like
1: you uh, know buy what do. your heart tells you but, yeah, but well, I I that's get, what you gotta do I got tomorrow. another
2: guilty pleasure in addition to picture discs and shape discs is soundtracks oh god I really. love soundtracks
1: Boy, there's a ton I got. Time. I
2: came here not a while ago, and I got like six or seven James Bond yeah, soundtracks.
1: Yeah. yeah, I buy all I can. I think that's yeah. that's all soundtracks
2: right here. Yeah, I love them. I, I yeah. got the, the soundtrack. Did you get the that, In Like Flints yet? No, I didn't.
1: You have to get those. Yeah. You have to get the two In Like Flints, because mm-hmm. they're James Bond spoofs. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, James Cobra. Yeah, James Cobra yeah, was Kobe, yeah, wasn't it? They're fabulous soundtracks, Are they? too. two. Anything by Morcone, Right. You know, pretty much. Um and uh, Andromeda Strain's is a great one. they re- they reissued that in a limited edition. I didn't keep one for myself. It's a really good electronic music. Yeah, the original worth a fortune well right it's this weird shaped thing. it's crazy packaging it's and and
2: I feel a lot of these soundtracks really miss the boat like I got what well, a couple, a year or so ago the candyman soundtrack mm-hmm. came out and I'm like, oh please let it be clear with pictures of bees no, it was just black vinyls like see that was a missed opportunity. which one
1: was that? Um, the one with the, bird, the 60s film, Candy? Uh, no, the, no, one, the 80s Todd one, Tony one. Todd. Oh, darn, no, you know, yeah. the Candy Man. I don't know coming. anything about movies. Yeah, but, me, I can tell you
2: always His presence would be foretold by a swarm of bees. Yeah. I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah. And they, I'm one and of the weirdos
1: on the planet that doesn't own a television. I movie. could tell. Oh, so, I know a couple missing. people it's like that. But your I could tell
0: you the first picture this I got was by a fluke. We used to go to Gold Circle this was back in the 70s and what did I get because I was a huge Beatles fan (laughs) okay my older brother (laughs) but I used to go to Gold Circle and I'd go look at the records and everything the first picture disc I ever got I didn't even know I got it was I was always a huge Beatles fan and I got the Beatles 67 through 71 the blue disc right right that was the first one
1: I ever got they did Pepper as a color as a picture disc yeah Um, they they made a lot of them yeah some of the pictures in the seventies were limited, and some weren't. It's really—it's a little hard to figure it out. Yeah, like uh, back then, the fidelity was pretty poor. Oh
2: those. on those. And picture, How are the newer ones? They're okay. They're, yeah, they're I didn't not, play any of them. So. No, I played a couple. They're not great, mm-hmm. but they're listenable. They're not like listening through yeah. a tin can, but you can definitely tell that it's not. Yeah, standard the plastic is black. black. Yeah, so look, some of the oh, colored
1: vinyl stuff's okay. Yeah, but, but
2: although the one I like it was uh, Ron Jeremy. Released an album
1: Oh god It was a single though Wasn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, no it was um, I think it was uh, Was it a 45 inch? Well no It was a, it was a 10 inch 10, and 10 I, inch I, I, I said they That's a Bullmose Jackson song Big 10 I,
1: that Aerosmith covered
2: I said they should have done uh, Nine and three quarter inches But mm-hmm. No he is actually As weird as it sounds A very good pianist mm-hmm. So he It was called mm-hmm. Ron Jeremy Explains Classical Music mm-hmm. So he would talk about a song And then play it and he's really talented. And it was just, there
1: was a 7-inch, though. There was a single, too, that he did. Well, there was a rainy day that happened to Trump.
2: Or no, wait, no. It was, the, it was the yellow record. Yeah, it was a remember. yellow clear record. It was a 7-inch. I, yeah. I said it should have been a 93 quarter, right. which would have been funny. I mean, yeah. the
0: other aspect of this in its own way aware of it or not it's almost like a museum it's like a piece of history too with all the vinyl everything well, and, else and it's so like you could come in and start, start some, talking about this stuff
1: and, everything. and you see it's a you know it's not it's not a not a museum though. yeah obviously I mean, I know you know that. It's it, we do sell stuff i mean it's almost the last comment someone came down to the basement was this is this is where all the radios and the lost ark stuff went um is that much men. shit down here <laughs>
0: But the one thing i was going to ask too because i am a fan of all kinds of music just about except for the popular stuff probably but i know you carry a lot of classical
1: yeah quite a bit and
0: i really like how's that go here and everything you have it's a genre
1: that doesn't sell great but we have repertoire of every kind i listen to a lot of 20th century classical you know your steve reich and you know eighth bands like eighth blackbird um brooklyn rider bang on a can you know, people that are writing n- genuinely new music. You know what was going on that, influenced by Terry Riley, Steve Reich, Philip Glass, yeah. you know, and and uh, Edgar Varis that type yeah. of stuff. So I listen to quite a bit of contemporary classical music. Yeah. Um, similar is the jazz. My favorite jazz record mm-hmm. right now is by a pianist named Shy Maestro. Yeah. A gorgeous record on ECM. The ones I always like was Hugo Bum, Wolf. Bum, you know, right. I like right. him a lot. Um, and this is, falls into the 20th century stuff a little yeah. bit, like Bartok and Stravinsky and, and Schoenberg and things yeah. like that. It's much of what... So we have a very comprehensive classical department for 30,000 titles. Yes. Wow. Um, which means you've got a really good... It's not a lucrative no, genre, uh, uh, but you know it gets paid attention to, and it sells. not great, but it sells... Jazz comes in second with country, uh, but we have 30,000 jazz records in
2: stock. Yeah, but the thing is, if you time, didn't yeah. have them, people would complain. Mm-hmm. You know, well, they, they wouldn't would, know any better. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, why don't you have yeah. this?
2: Were you going to buy it? Well, that's not the point. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: jeez. No, it's just about having a comprehensive I, you know, yeah. selection of titles and stuff like
2: and because that. Because you never know what, you know, what mood is going to strike working, you when you come in and show Working
1: for Rounder in the 70s taught me a lot about, about every genre. Yeah. You know, I can have a conversation about Hawaiian slack key guitar if you want. I think you know? that's I mean,
0: part of the key. Cause for me, if I didn't have a brother in a local band and everything, right, I I know how right. I know my taste was loved in my grade school and high school, when they'd be going on about something coming and I'd mention. school? I forgot. I went to Mooney, so okay, it's okay yeah. to say because it's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, Yeah. and the thing about it was I would try to turn people on, like, one of my bands was Gun Club, Mm -hmm. and I would just try to make it for people, and they go, this sounds like shit, and then they got the aerial speed and things and stuff, and so I was sort of out there with... Yeah, you know, I I
1: mean, you know, when I was buying Clash and Potty Smith and Elvis Costello, everyone thought it was junk, and then, guess what, you know... Well, now it's fashionable, though. You know, it got really popular quickly. Um, but my
0: guilty pleasure of last year was William Shatner's "Silently" with Iggy Pop, because Iggy Pop was on it. Uh, no, I, I record, know the record. That
1: was funny, but the record was not as good as um, the one before that. The country suggest- one. No, one the when he did "Space Cowboy." Oh yeah, with uh, oh, yeah. Steve Miller. Yeah, yeah. Then that you know. I think it was that-
0: channeling Major Tom or something. Or something yeah. like that.
1: That was a better record. The Christmas record really. Short yeah, funny, I think a lot enough. of
0: people came from that because somebody in the family was either a musician or had these mm-hmm. albums, and that's how they got into it. Because otherwise, you fall into that trap of that's all you got is the popular stuff, you don't
1: realize there's so much more. Well, must, m- much of it has to do with you got to have a cure, you have to be curious. In the 60s, people were really curious. Look at the Fillmore posters yeah. it's the Who and Ravi Shankar and the Chambers Brothers, or, or Rush and Roland Kirk, and stuff like that. People were much, much more curious. And they are to a certain extent, and it kind of goes up and down. People are curious again. Yeah. You know, they're open to new ideas. A lot of it's done, you know, on iPods and stuff and, right. you know, file sharing and things well, like I that. I still have that about music. What I hope yeah. is that they'll go out and actually buy the artist's product. Yeah, that's the thing uh, I try to do. I try to tell people People don't it. make any, the artists do not make any money yeah. on streaming services and those kind of things. And there's, I still get, no m- Music meant
0: a lot to me in my life. And one of my things was maybe three or four years ago, I finally got to the Beacon Theater to see Jason Isbell. To I mean, it was like a shrine
1: yeah, I never, I've never been to the Beacon. I mean,
0: know? it was. Yeah. it's one of those
1: places and that yeah. I... It was just one of those yeah. things. It was cool. People the play there. Amy Helm was just there. and I went, I couldn't get down there. So, no. Geez. Well, you know how it is in New York, too. <laughs> if you come to see Amy Helm when you're here? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's Saturday. I want a great Saturday afternoon. Wow. It was awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. They're That's all awesome. these. I mean, you have, like, the jazz bands are incredible, too. I remember that one band did Purple Haze as jazz.
1: Was that the same? That, no. that was years ago. That was
0: years ago. I date myself there too. It wasn't a villain Breaker. Uh It was TV. like five years ago. See, I remember this stuff. Was the show here? It was here.
1: Well, um Oh, that was the two oud players.
0: Yeah, because it was just after that show you had with um, the one. That was the
1: two the yeah. oud players. Yeah. they were shredding Hendrix yeah. on two two uh, Arabic ouds. It was bizarre <laughs> as hell, Fing but shirt. it was it was really loud and crunchy. That's what I yeah, mean. If so. you sand can go on go on the thing, look at the sandcatcher yeah. show it's pretty amazing because yeah. they had an oud player this is like two years ago and and a, and a lap steel player yeah. and a very jazzy pink Floyd kind of stuff that was going to swirl it was great that's great but
0: i mean i could this is a fascinating. and i do believe curiosity and whenever you open yourself to new things in this you're yeah. going to expand everything in your life really and i just think about that, that artist uh,
2: that artist that you really like find out who they were influenced by and then listen to them and see why Right. Or ask oh, yeah. somebody
0: who knows yeah. here about, okay, I'm yeah. interested in this. And this is what I used to do here while I'm digging this for jazz. And one of the ones you got me before was the Die Like a Dog Quartet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like... Broadsman, right? Yeah. yeah. That was Broadsman. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. I thought it was incredible.
1: Yeah, prolific but, guy. Him and Vandermark are so prolific. that's
0: the way to do it. Don't be afraid of different things. No. Try them. You might like them.
1: That's the thing. Might, I, I try to encourage people to, to for my jazz shows, you know, read about them. And go on YouTube and listen to them.
0: That's the thing you can't
1: do Everybody now. Everybody has a YouTube. Yep. Um, we have a YouTube. You know,
2: have a YouTube. To,
1: yeah. so, to, That's uh, what I honestly do. I try to avoid do. being in the YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. I can help it. But I but, find, um,
0: like, if you do something, because a lot of times, if I go into a show cold, it might not be as much, I'll try to do a little background research so I know what the stuff's a little about. Yeah, and
1: it doesn't take much. I mean, there's, with the the, the the internet is giving everyone ability to learn about yeah. something in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, and that's, you know, that's kind of all you ask is, just, you know,
2: yeah. just a little,
1: over, you know, come and taste it, you know, we and I always, if someone comes to something and don't like it, yeah. you know, in the first 10 minutes, you give them your money back. Yeah. Well, I've had ones you know, where i has been a few that have been tough, but
0: you haven't you ever done the album thing where you play something you just not in the mood, you go, This is horrible. You leave it away for a while. Then you come back and you really like. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot. You re- revisit things in different times of your life, you know, stuff like that. So. Yeah, but
0: anyway. I could go on about collecting music, everything else. But been very fun. Thanks yeah. for having us down. You we want to. Everybody's got to come to breakfast today. Yeah.
2: So let's go over it again. April the thirteenth. We
0: open at nine a.m. Open
2: at nine a.m. Pop shop. The Bob Shop, fourteen sixty Monroe. Bob Shop have. Records. Bob, Bob Shop Records. And how do we
0: find you all over on you
1: know pages, online? Yeah, Bobshop dot has everything on there. Yeah, um,
2: there you go. Bob I do want to
1: say that the record store day is not, is uh, shared by all the record stores oh, in yes. town, um, and we all get different stuff. So right. it's very important and i, to, I did experience that um, between here and you
2: know, all the other places and yeah several other places there was stuff that was common and you know related but other stuff and that allocations was allocations are different yes. and stuff
1: like that and we call each other around yeah and, so don't be afraid what, you, know.
2: you know to visit a couple different shops but start off start off at the bob shop get yourself some <laughs> coffee and candy not
1: only that but then you could
0: start have the get some records here be entertained talk to tom have free food then go around you can have Come your whole lunch you know. and dinner yeah, every all place over. has stuff yeah. going on you
1: know i, I mean, think it's, it's what, really uh, kind of fun i think uh, some a lot
0: of other places here no, i think they another place have like hot dogs weenies whatever yeah yeah yep. not all of yep. you became a vegetarian like me so you can yep. eat this stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, it's horrible. Yeah. I would have been going, why? Oh, I, I want that bacon now. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, then I can wave in the The most bacon either. I had oh, was oh, Igor and the Red, Red Elvises. They had Abilene Bacon, the song. It's mm-hmm. the most I
2: can have. All oh, the Red Elvises. Oh, they're
0: fun. Yeah, they're right. Yeah, they, that, that's
2: a closing thought. If you have never listened to them, listen to them. It's entertainment and everything. But thanks oh, yeah, a lot. there that's to be a bass. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right.